Hi guys, I'm William Brown and you're listening to the Wandering Brown Podcast. I'm the guy who fell in love with this world we call home. I venture off the beaten track, dive into different cultures and taste life through the eyes of others. I provide travel advice to get you started on your next journey. This podcast is for anyone interested in travel, history, languages and culture. I share my experiences during my travels and discuss various topics like living abroad, budget travel and the challenges of being black and Muslim while travelling. As a black British Muslim, I have a unique view developed from decades of travel. You need to find a black barber or where to get halal food? I've got you. If you're listening in then, most likely you're a travel monger like me. Or it's inside you, waiting to be unleashed. So sit back, enjoy and fulfil your wanderlust needs. Hi everybody, this is the Wandering Brown podcast and I'm William Brown. I'm joined today by three special guests. I've got my sister Lavina. Hi. I've got my sister Roberta. Hello. And I've got my mom Herma. Hiya. So what we're going to do, uh, we're going to discuss a few things um, about travelling. And uh, well, actually, let's start by, let's tell us a bit about yourselves. Um, Lavina, can you tell me a bit about yourself and what inspires you to travel? I'm a housing wellbeing officer and I've done social work as a degree. So I've always been helping and supporting other people. Um, I enjoy dancing and fitness, and I love music. I've wanted to become a DJ at one point in life. I'm quite creative. I do like to take pictures. I like to draw, and I love traveling. It's something that I've always, you know, enjoyed since a young young person. When family brought us on holiday, and when I got to travel by myself, it's something that I've always enjoyed. When I've been able to meet other new people, I get to taste different foods experience a different culture it's a whole new being emerged into a whole new like experience that's what I love about traveling oh great okay uh Roberta so tell us a bit about yourself and what inspires you to travel um I am 26 I have a degree in psychology and counseling so I'm quite big on mental health I love food music so I sing and I write songs I film and I edit and I love to travel um, why I love to travel, I just, I'm quite obsessed with learning languages and intrigued by learning about cultures and the history of different countries. Nice, I love languages too. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Mom, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and what inspires you to travel? Well, um, I love um, doing gardening. I surprised myself actually because seeing my parents doing gardening, um and um never got involved or in, invited to do gardening but I'm really surprised myself and I suppose it's because it's a must because you know we see that you know you should really have such skill that you know in time of need you're mm. able to provide for yourself so that's my reason and I find it's very 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 um therapeutic as well I'm also in um in done uh, art um I have a bachelor in um, in arts and um, I love architecture or something another area that I would mm. love to have gone into and knowing how to build your own home or design your own home and I'm always singing so <laughs> I've done this as, as a child I used to you know mimic um, Diana Ross and <laughs> yeah. Jan Warwick and also and so I guess that's where I get my techniques of singing that they have style and um you've been quite a few places haven't you yeah i've um i enjoy uh traveling as something that i 
wanted to do as a child, um, a traveling, going different places in the world, and just to know the history of the the the, the country and the culture and and basically, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. brilliant. Thank mm. you. Okay, so uh, can you describe uh, your favorite destinations uh, so far and why someone should visit this place? You want to go first? Go on. Go ahead. Um, oh, I always dread this question, to be honest, because every country that I've been to always has something different to offer. And the moment I think, oh, my goodness, I'm having such a great time here. If someone said, was that your favourite place to be? I'd be like, oh, but I did this in this country. So I always find it hard to answer. But ultimately, I'd have to choose South Africa. Okay. Specifically, Cape Town is one trip as my favourite place, favourite country. Um, and that's just solely based on the amount of variety of different um traditions the tribes the culture there's just so much in their culture um mm. that you're learning the food was amazing and the moment you think that you understand a part of their culture it's like oh no it's bigger bigger than that it's got levels and it's got this and that so he's always learning and then um the views in cape town are incredible honestly it's like something you'd see on your computer screens like you mm. just think this is not real i'm not looking at this right now but um i've heard yeah, that i've heard that cape town is absolutely up there so um I don't like to say it's my favourite, but if I had to... T it ticks most of the boxes in terms of everything that you want from a trip kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. South Africa for me. South Africa for you? Yeah. What about you? Um, for me, my favourite, again, um, I struggled to kind of pick somewhere because mm. there's been some really amazing places I've been to. Um, but recently, um, last year, um, travelled in November, I went to Phuket, and my experience there was phenomenal. I really enjoyed every experience, like every single day. Just wanted to do, oh, there's always something to do and I always wanted to do something. Um, just landing, um, it was really humid. But um, <laughs> you definitely bring a fan if anyone ever tried to pick up. Just be prepared oh, for my that. Fans broke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, when I got into Pekar, it was very humid, but it was just um, you're greeted by like really nice people. Obviously, people trying to find a way to obviously get to a hotel or anything like that. But once um, I got there when I travelled at night, um, I had friends that were already there. We got there and the hotel we stayed in was really nice. It was like a complex. It was like different parts. Like I had like apartments, hotel. It just went on for a long time, but um, just. The culture there was really nice. The night market's amazing. Mm, they're so friendly, aren't they? And they really are friendly. Mm. Um, and just there's different things you can go to. We went to like um, a tiger, tiger kingdom, and like it was obviously good. And, and even on the roadside, sometimes we're driving up a hill, we saw some elephants just randomly. It was just amazing <laughs> just to see the different sceneries and just obviously the food and stuff like that. So, like, mm. Phuket was like my favorite place. Just randomly driving in, yeah, just randomly just driving to see elephant. I was like, wow. I love this place, but yeah, it's great. Yeah. Well, what's the best place that you've been to so far, then, Mom? As um, Roberto was saying, it's hard to really choose. Um, but I must admit, one that which is very long time ago, which is Brazil, simply because yeah. the fact that you know everything was organised for you. All you do is just follow the flow of things, really. Mm. And I know that because you, everything is done, things can slip from from you really. Where you know, you're just following, doing whatever been decided for you really. 
but uh, you didn't have to worry because like especially when they say oh you can't go down that road because it might be dangerous oh yeah because it's like the favelas they're yeah. supposed to be really rough right yeah so and i remember one time tr- venturing away from them and went down with, and um when i got back they were saying where were you what did you <laughs> could have got killed no you have a thing about venturing off yeah. <laughs> well, i do that anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll be fine <laughs> but it's amazing because um you know we were able to travel different parts of um Brazil, um, Brasilia, we went to, which mm. the journey took, it's the longest journey I've ever, well, I must, I must admit China was much even longer still, but it was about 14 hours. Um, wow. Yeah, and wow. uh, we've been in Brazil, uh, we went to St. Paulo and the other places, which I can't remember right now, <laughs> but anyway, we was, we, they provided a um, the transport, which was very expensive, ex- mm. luxurious um, coach, so they really made us comfortable. And uh, we also stayed at the mayor's house, yeah. which was swimming pool. Everyone was, you know, just living the dream. Mm. It was really, so really... Um, after very well. Sorry? Yeah. looked after very well. Throughout, the food was fantastic. <laughs> Everything was fresh. Every, you know... Um, you went with a choir, didn't you? We went with a choir, yeah. yeah. So we, you know... Was that the church? The church, yeah. yeah, yeah so um, we went to different places to perform, which we did a play about oh, the, nice. the passion you got- of Christ as well. Oh, you got did. videos of that, I guess. Maybe. We have, I have pictures of it. Pictures. Oh, yeah, no, which yeah. Videos after, weren't that uh, popular. Yeah. <laughs> no video phones back then. I'm sure you'd have an iPhone eight. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, which is sad. Yeah, they've got loads of pictures, but um, yeah, I'll have to take you guys through it to experience. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, but yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, mm. looking at it though, uh, I heard you mention a few difficulties, like obviously with the favelas. You know, mm. watching out. You got to be careful. You can't just wander off. Like, can you can you guys tell me of any difficult issues that you probably encountered when you were traveling? Like, mm. what? Um, for me, um, the difficulties I guess a lot of the times were obviously the language barrier. Um, so obviously if you're trying to maybe get a taxi or trying to get somewhere, mm. um, and asking if you were not at the hotel, for example, and you were out about, um, just trying to get directions or etc. That's um, one thing that um I found, you know, sometimes, um. You know, Difficult, had me, yeah. yeah. And if I go to the shop and I want something and I'm trying to find it, and again I can't, um, obviously, you know, trying to describe what I'm, I'm trying to describe to them because <laughs> I don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You so speak that broken English. Me, me, no, yes. speak this. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, this is not even the right. <laughs> but um, I've, I've noticed sometimes Google Translate does help. Sometimes yeah, yeah. it can be yeah. helpful uh, at times, yeah. but yeah, that's been one of my difficulties uh, <laughs> while traveling. Well, I was thinking, like, the amount of times you've been to Spain, you should be fluent already. <laughs> wow, well, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah this Spain was one of the countries that I found it was very. It was very interesting, but it was also overwhelming because <laughs> the moment we came off the aeroplane, we were bombarded with people coming, wanting to take our bags and as if we were some celebrities or something. But we know mm, it was more very than that. Difficult. <laughs> <laughs> what about that time when we went to Morocco? That's it, yeah. Yeah, do you remember when we went across on the ferry mm. and me and you, we nearly fell out 
<laughs> because we we got there so late. Oh yeah, we, caught, so, we yeah. missed the ferry, yeah. and then we got to um, I think we got to Morocco, and it was mm. like seven o'clock. We were trying to seven o'clock in the afternoon. In yeah, the evening. and I was so scared. <laughs> I, I was thinking if I was on my own and this happened, boy, I probably would have been dead meat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eventually we did trusted one man, you know, that he would take us, and then at the end of it, he was there charged trying to. Yeah, it was such a place that like, we could stay overnight, and it was horrible. And we told him we wanted, man. yeah, <laughs> living life on that. <laughs> that was that was that was that was a difficult situation for me because, like, <clears throat> if I was by myself, I'd feel a lot more comfortable because mm. I'm just looking after myself. But because I was looking after my mum as well at the same time, uh, mm. we didn't have nowhere to stay and trying to find somewhere to stay, mm. uh, and then obviously trying to compromise on the quality like <laughs> comfort and things like that and price yeah. you know it was it was a very difficult one but mm. uh you know mm. at, at the end of the day we, we still enjoyed it it's yeah. a learn you yeah. learn from it though don't you yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, yeah. well okay so let, let's talk about some of the oh yeah oh roberta your <laughs> sorry your difficult issue <laughs> um it's funny because i was just like um what about me well i don't really have i've been lucky to not mm. face many difficulties during travelling. Like, I don't have any... I don't even want to say this out loud because I might jinx myself. But um, I've not had any bad experiences. I think the only thing that I sometimes find difficult when travelling is reminding myself to relax at the same time because I'm so driven to, like, right, day one, 9am doing this, 10am doing that, and I mm. like to just get everything in while I'm in the country. And then I'm, I always come back home and I'm exhausted so like some days I'm like it's okay to just have that morning in that park or just do this and just relax. Actually take it all in rather than that like, being militant and that. Yeah. So um yeah, difficulty is just reminding myself it's okay to relax and take it all in. Because so, it is a break as well. Like yeah, it's <clears> a lot of the times. Yeah, a lot of the times when we go traveling, you mm. know, you, you want to relax as well, mm. even though you do mm. want to see as much as you can. Yeah. But yeah. um, I guess it's striking that kind of balance mm, maybe yeah yeah and that's why you end up coming back and feel like you need another holiday to get <laughs> over that one yeah I yeah mean. is that how you felt after uh, morocco yeah. and spain <laughs> well <laughs> jamaica because it was amazing and we did so much and and i thought when we got back i said i need some more, more time to relax now <laughs> you know so. all right so like what tell me about some of your positive experiences then so hmm. Something nice, something that you'll never forget, something that like lives on in your memory. Wow, um, <laughs> so much. <laughs> I know. Begin. Um, Someone start then. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about one of yours? Oh, one of, oh. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I guess one of my favourite experiences, um, I would say, was going to uh, the Chef Shawin um in in morocco again um mm. didn't plan to go there literally mm. just went to fez only planned to stay in fez but um we met a guy and uh, he said to us that there was this place that he could take us to some taxi guy and i remember reading about it in a book that lavina bought me the 501 best places to visit in the world mm. and he said this place name and i was like i know this place mm. chef showing and he was like, yep, yeah, you need to go there. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I I swear down, when we got there, it took about four hours on the on the taxi. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, it was like being in heaven. 
Like, it was, honestly, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It was like the city was washed with blue and white. Mm. All the bricks are painted blue and white. Mm. And it's in the mountains. And there is, you could see waterfalls and mm. children were playing in the waterfalls or happy. You know what I mean? It, just, mm. it was like heaven. Just wow. being Look at all of us smiling. Just like, <laughs> imagine it. Imagine it. <laughs> but Chef Shaolin is like one magical moment that I'll always remember. Mm. I've got one. Um, see, this is why I don't like saying about my favourite place because I'm just thinking my trip to Tokyo, Japan was one of my favourite trips ever. Mm. Honestly, um, I went there for my 23rd birthday. I went by myself. Um, that was my first long haul traveling um solo, and for me, I love anime. I love like, I love anime. So to me, I just felt like I was immersed in a culture where I got to see. I got to go to a few of the attractions, which is focused on the anime. But then I also got to eat the food that I saw when I watched anime, like the ramen noodles. Oh the, yeah. It was. It just felt really surreal and very like I felt like a big kid, and I was not ashamed at all. I was like, oh Goku. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing Goku at this one attraction and I started to get nervous. <laughs> like, I know it's just a man in a suit, but I was like, oh my goodness. Like... <laughs> but, um, yeah. Six again. Literally. Do you feel like saying, come here, come But yeah, um, Tokyo, it was like a dream come true and I want to go back and I want to see more of Japan. Mm, but, um, definitely. There's so much more to it, but yeah. I spent, I think I had four days there and that was just magical and I got to meet a lot of people especially when traveling by myself it was nice to meet I did meet some locals but I actually ended up meeting a lot more when people that have either migrated there or they were traveling as well so um yeah Tokyo yeah my my dream okay so we're going to play a a very quick game Uh, this game I call it bidding wars Okay, so what we're doing, uh, I'll mention a subject and you need to tell me how many of these items in this subject you can name in 10 seconds. So, for example, if I say um, hats, Mm. if you think you can name 10 hats in 10 seconds, you say 10. If you can only name two, you say two. But if anyone else can name more, you say three. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Let's start with uh, start with Lavina. So, subject is countries in 10 seconds. How many? Eight. Eight, okay. Anyone beat eight? I'm going to say ten. Ten, okay. I can say um, 12. 12, okay, mum, you want to go for it? So, the thing is, if you don't do 12, you don't get the points, them two will get the points, okay? So you can do 12? Okay, you ready? All right, 10 seconds starting now. Go. Spain, France, Belgium, Germany, um, China, Taiwan, Okinawa, um, Brazil, Jamaica, Tonga. Stop, 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 stop. You only got uh, nine there. Okay. So nine, mum. No points for you, unfortunately. We <laughs> got a point each for Lavina and Roberta. How much point is that? No Just points for point. you, Mum. I mean, how many points? Just one. Just a point each. Um. Okay, so the next subject, Roberta. Um, it is cities. How many cities can you name in ten seconds? Seven. Seven. Lavina. Eight. Eight, Mum. Well, I made the last one. <laughs> you don't have to if you can't. Then it's fine. 
Um, if you can't, then it's fine. If you can match it, nine. I say four. Four. You can only do four. Okay, mm. so we'll go with Lavina. Lavina said that she can do the most, so let's see if she can do it. Ready? Go. London. Belgium. Frankfurt. Stop, 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 <laughs> stop, stop. stop. <laughs> Your mind went totally black. Yeah, totally <laughs> and how many did you see? I'm just like, cities in England. <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> My mind just went to countries. You went to Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not doing countries. <laughs> All right, so mom, you got you got no points for Levina there. Mom, one point. Roberta, two points now. So we all got one point. No, I've got no. two now. No, Roberta's got two. Okay, okay. so mom. Okay, so th- this is the last one, the last round. Okay, uh, airlines. How many airlines can you name in ten seconds? Um, it didn't say think about it. Just how like many? Four. Four. Mm. Okay. I'm going to say seven. Six. Okay, so Roberta's going to go for it. So you've got seven, yeah? Yeah. Okay, ready, go. British Airways, Ryanair, EasyJet, Qatar, Emirates, Air Jamaica, um, American Airlines, and Canada. Stop, stop, stop. Oh, okay, you said yeah. seven. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> you did all seven. <laughs> so... You get a point there. You got three points for Roberta, one point for Lavina, one point for Mom. Well done. <laughs> okay. So thank you for taking part in the bidding wars. <laughs> that was a special place. I love Tokyo. Remember the trip we went there? Yeah. yeah I'm nice. thinking now of the um, the marine. You know, the, the sharks and so on. That in Okinawa. Yeah. That was amazing. Okinawa. It was a really funny place because it was very Americanized, but at the same mm. time, you could feel that Japanese culture there. Mm. And uh, mm. for me, like, it was really nice being there. Obviously, seeing my friend from uh, yeah. Morocco, and he yeah. just like really looked after us while we yeah, were there. He did, yeah. yeah. But, um, again, it's really hard to kind of choose, but um, what st- sticks out in my mind is when I traveled to Dubai. <laughs> last year and um even though it's kind of a quick you know kind of experience going through but um the sand dunes um was an amazing experience actually going in the car and literally right like you driving up and down these sand dunes Mm -hmm. um and the guy was such a lovely guy he was obviously trying to make sure that you know we enjoy ourselves and etc um but the, the guy was so enthusiastic that like when he was driving, sometimes like he'd be like, I'm so good at this, I've been driving this for so long, da, 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 da. I've never, ever, ever had been stuck before. But like, okay, that's great, woo And then next minute, we get stuck. <laughs> and then we're like, looking at him like, oh, yes, what's happening now? And he's like, oh my goodness, this has never happened. Oh, I feel so embarrassed, but like, no, it's fine. It's like, so obviously you have to get other people to come and help. And then we get out of it. But like, it's really good to, the time, the first time we got stuck, we were like, backwards on the sand dune <laughs> and then we're like how are you gonna actually do this and they have to pull it back mm-hmm. so and then slide it and literally like 
It was, even though it was terrifying, it was fun because I was like, ah, oh, I was filming it. And I was like, I hope you don't flip, but. Um. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Imagine if you flipped over back. So well, they know what they're doing. Like, obviously, it must have happened before. Like, in, you said it's the, never happened before. But obviously, if it's happened for other drivers, yeah. they know yeah. what to do to yeah. get themselves out of it. That's like adrenaline. Like. Yeah, but yeah. It, it was amazing just to experience that. And um, they got to the camp where, you know, they have the dances, the food, you sit down, and you feel like part of the culture because you know you're sitting yeah. on the floor and eating their foods and oh mm. it was beautiful and amazing so i enjoyed that arabic food is amazing desert food is like yeah just mm. yeah being out in the desert and the camels yeah. yeah did you stay the night in the desert i didn't stay the night in the desert i don't know if i'll do that but <laughs> it, was, it was nice just experiencing that for that moment it was, mm. it was really good yeah, um, what sticks in my mind at the moment is um, the at first where, you know, those were just seeing it when I was a child, you know, seeing the... the um, Tanning, the tanneries. They'd spinning around, you know, the with the tall hats. Oh, the whirling that? dervish. The dervish. Yes. Oh, I've seen that as a child yeah, on TV, yeah, and yeah. I, I could not believe that I was experiencing mm. it. And I thought, wow, that, as you said, there is some kind of atmosphere with that, mm. with them just twirling around, and you know, mm. I, I know I am spiritual, but at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it did have a feeling to it. I thought, wow, this is, wow, powerful. Yeah, it touches yeah. all. Yeah. Well, that's that's what it is. Like basically, they're they're spinning in ecstasy because mm. of their their uh, remembrance of God, remembrance of Allah. Mm. So you know they're spinning in ecstasy, and mm. um, it's, it's a spiritual kind of um, practice that's done in Turkey actually. Mm. But um, because they had that festival over in Fez at that time, mm. you had a lot of spiritual uh, mystic people that mm. came over mm. to uh, showcase mm. but yeah um just very quickly as well i wanted to know from you guys how do you actually find the information on your trips and like go about planning them like how do you normally do it um for me i've depends on obviously somewhere maybe a friend or family's um travel to i will ask a friend or family if they've been obviously any places that they feel is um, a good place to go if not, then I'll do a bit of a research. Um, I'll mm. do YouTube. YouTube is the one. YouTube, <laughs> <the best>, yes. <laughs> you know, it, you can. Um, a lot of people have a different, obviously, travel reviews on their experience, and they'll tell you different mm. things. And from that, I can start planning what I would like to do. Depends where I'm staying as well. I obviously do a bit of research on the area, mm. and you know, whatever I'm looking to do, then I'll mm. try and obviously find you know activities around that as well. Mm. So is that uh, when you're travelling on your own, you're, you're saying you will organise all this? Yeah, I plan my own like, itinerary. Yeah. Uh, if mm. not, if it's with other people, then obviously try and ask everyone what they would like and we just try and put something together mm. um, to see yeah. everyone. Because yeah. all my trips, is it's always, always already arranged. Like, so yeah, package. Yeah, so I think maybe one day I probably will do it, even though I had travel for the very first time when I went to Taiwan on my own and that was quite daunting because I've never travelled that far but it was quite easy I found yeah, it yeah, you know yeah. it, it was about two stops I stopped in Europe for uh, four hours mm. and it went the time went very quickly and then um, you know get to Taiwan and so forth so mm. I probably would do it again yeah <laughs> um, I take so much pride in planning my trips honestly <laughs> like it has to get to a point where I've done so much research for each day and I just want to look at the itinerary and say, 
whoa, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> and I'd love to do it when I'm planning, if I'm, even if I'm travelling with other people, mm. they are happy to put the trust in me to plan the whole trip. Like, I've been away with friends when they literally don't know what we're doing. Like, we get there and I'm just like, right, today, guys, be ready for this time. We're going to do this, going to do that, going to do that. And, um, yeah, I just really take pride. I love to, like Lavina said, YouTube is really good for vlogs, yeah. people mm. um, that Definitely. have already been there. Mm. Um, Google, I like to Google things to do. Mm. things to do in like a certain city or a place that, do you use TripAdvisor as well not too much there's this one called um get your guide or something like that get that it. one's a really good one for mm. different activities mm. and you can put in like the dates of when you're going to be there okay um, i don't know about this yeah, yeah. it tells you what's on um, mm. and how much it might be that day or... yeah things mm. like that and then there's um what's it called there's different, um, not TripAdvisor, but different vlo- um, blogs. Oh, blogs. People right. like writing about different places as well. Mm. And what's going on. Like there's mine blog type as well. There's Wandering yeah, there's, Blam. <laughs> there's mine, which I've not touched for like a year. <laughs> well, I know but, um, where to come to you guys yeah. and organise my trip. I think it's always... mine. <laughs> we'll all have one. <laughs> but um, just the last thing, it's good to type in what's going on in the city because you can always find like events that are happening. Mm-hmm. So you, even if you go there just to see like the culture and that, you can find out that a concert's happening on that certain night. You can find out that there's a traditional dance like... Even just when you get ways. there, sometimes yeah, yeah. you know people be like, "Oh, there's this going on." Mm-hmm. Even though, you know when you go to reception, so they're giving they can, up. Tell, yeah. they can tell you I, like mm-hmm. there's. I love going it. On. I yeah. love it when that happens. Yeah. You don't even like yeah. have too many plans, but then you land there and they're like, "Sizzler's in town." You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. you know, when, we, when we got to Gambia, like mm. there was a big reggae star. Wow. I think it was Sizzler. It was either Sizzler or another guy, mm. and they were like, "Yeah, he's going to be playing tomorrow." I was like, "What?" I think over time I've become more eased about my trips like when I first started traveling by myself because it was by myself and so kind of far like Tokyo and um other places that I've been to um I felt like I had to make sure I had things to do and I knew where I was going to be and I knew where I was going but um the more I traveled by myself and go to like hostels there's always something going on or someone says oh have you been there and I'm like oh it's actually okay to change my itinerary itinerary mm-hmm. so um yeah it's nice to be flexible with yeah. just random tips here Definitely. and there so. okay. did you think that we did enough activities then when we went to um, Cyprus did you think we did enough <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like, like from the pictures you did quite a bit you yeah. did like mm. archery and all sorts right mm. yeah I think that that one was a difficult for me because that was the first holiday that I planned where it was all inclusive mm. oh, okay, so okay. Um, we did we did leave the hotel and go out and have like day trips and things like that mm. but um, within yeah mm. this, that one was more actually can relax mum this is mm. for us to chill out and have that a bit of combination so I've mm. got the question it's not a question that I was going to ask before but which would you prefer all inclusive half board or self catering for me I would say half board mm-hmm. all inclusive like you have the set times and then if you were trying to obviously make sure you eat at those times, then you have to get back and it interrupts obviously the flow of your mm-hmm. day if you wanted to obviously have certain things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, half board, obviously, you just, you know, have your breakfast and your lunch or your breakfast and dinner. Depends which one you obviously decide on going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to come back and have food instead mm-hmm. of like trying to find, go yeah. and find food. But then some days it's nice just to find somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. And there is some really nice places you can come across. So you have the option but obviously you're not yeah. spending that much mm. money if you go well inclusive. Mm. So we've got, we got half board here. Mm. I'm the same. Um, I mean, well, most hostels, they sometimes have a breakfast. Yeah. And I'd, I think I prefer, prefer to have breakfast and then I'll, I'm out for the rest yeah. of the day. Like, yeah. I don't ever really come back to the hostel until it's like time to go to sleep. So um, breakfast, because so, I've woken yeah. up, I've got ready, something to eat. 
and then I'm just gone for the so rest of the day. Half bored, bed and breakfast. Bed and breakfast. You just yeah, add, yeah. added yeah. your own category. <laughs> well, I say inclusive. Why? Because when I did that for the very first time. As you say, it's more relaxing. You don't have to be worrying where you know where the next where you're gonna eat or mm. worry about the you know you, it's just there and you can eat as much as you like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then um, taste all that you know the the different the, 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 yeah so mm. but I would only do that if it's because I just want to go and relax yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and so on. But otherwise, really, I would rather have self catering in the sense that you know what you're you can go and buy what you want and you can come and have it to it but then i know you're not you, you can say well you're not going to really have a holiday mm. resting and all that mm. so on but i i do like my self catering yeah. yeah so are you going with self catering or all inclusive which one <laughs> Well, as I say, it depends on what kind one. of holiday. Choose one. <laughs> choose one. Which is, your, if someone said to you right now, you've got to choose one, which one are you You're saying, catering. Really? Prefer really? oh. your own food to try all the dishes in a different country. Still, you still would go out. You, would, you wouldn't cook all the time, but yeah, you, you'd yeah, do yeah. some cooking, but the you thing, still would go the out. The thing with self-catering, though, is that you have to make time to make sure you cook that dish, and it's just going going um obviously if you've got your plans and like oh mm. i need to get back and he's cooked mm, yeah it's a lot of time taken away from well, the experience and true but well. i mean if, <laughs> if, it, if, it, if you know with self-catering you could say then you just do something simple like breakfast and then you've got the rest of the day where you could go and try the the, the na- natives um food and mm. so forth yeah. could you go to the restaurant so you're you're not going to spend the whole day just cooking yeah. breakfast <laughs> lunch yeah, and yeah. you know supper Which or what have happen. you you yeah. know what I mean? but it's good there's options yes yeah exactly <laughs> well personally my favorite would be bed and breakfast mm. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I like self-catering as well. Uh, I like half-board. I'm not a big fan of all-inclusive. Um, mm. I just feel like you're too... I know I know it's good Like if you just literally just want to rest, but mm. I'm a person that just likes to get off the beaten track. I don't like being round... Trapped. Tour- tra- <laughs> In no, a sense. Not tra- yeah, I don't, I don't want to be trapped around other tourists. I want to yeah. be around yeah. local people. Yeah, yeah, and I feel yeah. with all-inclusive, I'm mm. a trapped around other tourists, and that's not what I want. But mm. I can understand why people have it you know especially mm. you've got free alcohol mm. and you know free food don't have to worry about and that kids. So. Mm. and kids yeah, yeah. exactly mm. so much going on for kids so mm. that side of it mm. but last of all corona <laughs> rona. yes corona rona big news yeah so coronavirus uh, it's affected a lot of people's travel plans this year i guess mm. and uh just a question out there what effect do you think it will have on traveling in the future Oh, what's happening now? You mean as well? Well, currently, no one can travel. <laughs> yeah, because mm-hmm. borders are closed and stuff like that. Um, I'm not too sure, but I do feel that it's going to have a big effect on on traveling. Um, especially, um, I don't know in regards to like the whole vaccine and stuff like that. But they might even say you must have a vaccine before traveling to another country. That might be one of the stipulation mm. you don't know and that would be sad because i do love to travel and i don't know if i want to take a vaccine but no. yeah, I don't. <laughs> we'll see we'll see um i'm just still upset that i didn't get to go to iceland for my birthday because <laughs> that was march the 20th and the lockdown i think officially started on the 23rd oh, and in january i was just like oh i'm gonna go away and i said no actually i'll save my money mm. i'm gonna do a big trip for my birthday so mm. it was iceland and then it got closer to the time and i was like I'm not going anywhere. Oh. And then I was like, oh, I'll do something local. Oh, all the restaurants are shut down. Everything's <sighs> shut down. So mm-hmm. I was like, 
okay. But um, <laughs> regardless yeah, of the future... You've got some big beef with Rona. <laughs> honestly, that is enemy number one. <laughs> but um, for the future, I'm not sure. I think everyone's quite in the same boat. We don't know mm. what's going to happen, but mm. it will be affected, definitely. Mm. Any big changes you think, Mum? Well, for me, this year we were supposed to be going two places. was one Canada and for a wedding and... Mm. Um, um, it's a good thing that I didn't, um, I booked the time off, which was also a struggle, but I also um glad that I didn't book book the fair or anything because now I'm not learning now about this and they, they're not sure now whether the wedding's going to go ahead anyway. Mm-hmm. So it, if we had booked, it would be a waste of money because we end up probably mm. not going again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm quite glad that we didn't book. Yeah. Okay. But for the future, yes, it's quite, um, yes, like what Lavina's saying, I, I don't, don't want to be where they will be. F- basically, they are forcing you that you would have to have this vaccination and all this tests and Allegedly. what have you, and, <laughs> and also going screening you and things like that, using all these, you know, to see with what's on you and all that so that's another thing that's okay <laughs> well uh, we'll have to leave that uh, that vaccination for another topic another discussion yeah. well hopefully at my we can travel by July because I've got plans at least if, if, if anything I'll get my money back that's the only thing oh you do have oh, you booked some I've got some books yeah oh, oh, so. happy birthday yeah, oh. on my birthday time. So. You have to spend it with us now. <laughs> 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 don't want it. Well, we'll go somewhere together then. You know, one thing the Rona, the coronavirus has done, it's uh, helped us become come together, come yeah, together yeah. as a family Positive, and do yeah. a lot more things mm, together, yeah, which is, you definitely. know, going to look at that as a benefit. But yeah. uh, mm. I really appreciate uh, all you guys coming together to, you know, jump on the podcast today and just basically give your views. I know you all travel a lot. And um, obviously, your your experiences and uh, accounts they they they're really massive, and you know they mean a lot. And a lot of people will be able to learn and mm. you know take a lot of tips from that. So yeah, appreciate that. Thank you, Mom. Mm. Thank you, Roberta. Thank you, Lavina. Thanks for having us. And thank, thank you. you, everybody, for listening. Okay. Bye. Hey, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who took the time out to listen to the Wandering Brown podcast. I'm really excited to share with you all any insights and tips I've gained from my travel experiences. My aim is to provide you all with weekly podcasts on various topics. I just want to ask you, please, can you support my channel by hitting the subscribe button, drop me a like, a short review or a comment. I really appreciate the feedback and I'll even read out your comments in my future podcasts. Thank you once again, and I'll see you all on the next episode.